Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather together to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right. As y'all know, Jesus's actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, Mm -hmm. worthy, and qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. Jesus saw that glory in each and every woman. We see that in each and every one of you. And that is the intention that we build upon on our little space in the Blackest Christian's Corner of Michelle Obama's internet, known as the Mary and Martha podcast. Yes. My name is Christina. (laughs) The way you just said that was funny. Um, Okay, so we're here every Thursday. Come hang out with us on Instagram. We're actually posting y'all. Y'all see us posting. Y'all see us. Big us up. up. (laughs) Email us or come hang out with us on Instagram at Mary Martha Podcast. Email us marymarthapodcast at gmail.com. Remember to like and subscribe. That is the way you are sharing the gospel. So go ye therefore. Go ye therefore. Oh, I like that. All right. Y'all, <laughs> let's talk about the church announcements. We got announcements, y'all. This is so exciting. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So number one, as y'all know, as we have kicked off the season three of the Mary Martha podcast, we are talking about Proverbs, wisdom mm-hmm. for everyday living. And because it's everyday living, every, every day. single day on Instagram, we have posted a scripture for you to think about, scripture of the day from Proverbs that coincides with the day. And so um, we just kind of put that in there for you to think about. But what we want you to be doing is every single day, we want you to meditate on the corresponding chapter of Proverbs. So um, we want to encourage you to do that. Um, And we, every Thursday, are taking a deep dive into a particular chapter and scriptural reference. So that's what we're doing. We're about to dive in. Let us move on. So uh, (laughs) another exciting, exciting thing. This is episode 99, y'all. So what that means is next week is episode 100. Episode 100. We made it to 100. Turn up. My Turn God, Keisha, we did a hundred, we did a hundred episodes. <laughs> Can you, okay, wait. Can we quantify the amount of hours we have spoken to each other? Because that's uh, just a hundred episodes. That's not the preparation for the episodes. That's mm-mm. not our retreats. That's not mm-mm. just regular girlfriends who talk to each other. Mm-mm. Like we have, <laughs> like, I, I cannot quantify the amount of time I have spoken to you over. <laughs> you guys say it like years. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. hours That's a lot of effort. Um, That's a lot of Jesus. It is. That's, ooh, I love that part. That is a lot of Jesus. So listen, try. This is what we want to do. We want to celebrate together because this is our community, the Mary Martha Tribe community. Um, And so we want to hear from you for episode 100. We want you to send us a DM, send us an email at marymarthapodcast at gmail.com, send us a DM at marymarthapodcast on Instagram, um, or send us a voice note mm-hmm. that talks about the impact of the Mary and Martha tribe on your life, because we want to celebrate this milestone together. So yes. if you send us a voice note, send it to our email, marymarthapodcast at gmail.com, and um, we will publish that 
voice note on next week's episode. And mm-hmm. so we really want to hear from you. We're asking for your submissions by Sunday. Sunday is the what? So today is the ninth. No, today's not the ninth. No. Today's the eleventh. Yes, today's the eleventh. <laughs> so that means that Sunday is the thirteenth. So 14th. we want to fourteenth mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're right. Girl, <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. Let 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 her rock with her numbers. The fourteenth, we want to hear a from lawyer. you. I'm a. Do y'all know that I almost was a mathematician? Anyway, let me just really you know the Lord delivered. So we <laughs> today's the eleventh. You have until the morning of the fourteenth to send us your voice note, and I do mean the morning. So like, if you haven't <laughs> sent it to us I by seven a.m. by seven a.m., that's when um you know we produce the you know put all the stuff in line and get all that stuff ready. So please, if you can send it to us by Saturday night, send it to us by Saturday night. We want to hear from you because we want to share the impact of the Mary and Martha tribe community on each other. We want you guys are out there and we want you all to know each other and the growth that you're having. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've even already got some emails about some of the impact from people. And so we want to share that with you. So if you send us a voice note, you'll hear your voice on the podcast. If you um, want to just send us a note, we will read your note on the podcast. And we're just so excited to celebrate this with you all. Episode 100. Okay. Yes. One yes. more announcement. Okay. My boo's birthday. Yeah, friend. And so we finna make sure that Marley is good and then we finna chill. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve so that's what we're doing for my boo's birthday we both took the day off and we, we are finna. just going <laughs> tea all day quality time all day and that may just look like napping on the couch all day he has indicated that is a very strong possibility for his desire for his birthday all the parents know what i'm talking about you know Alrighty. one thing I, i've discovered and i told my grandmother this yesterday i was like do you know there's no such thing as weekends when you're a parent? And she's like, "Of course she knows that." What? Are you crazy? <laughs> she was like, "Uh, well, yes, I did." <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing as a break. <laughs> but it's all good though, because you know we lived a full life. Okay, we lived in our twenties. Hello, we was we was hitting them streets. And the first half of our thirties, we was hitting them streets, hitting so. them streets, so hitting them. So we we lived, we've lived enough. Honestly, we no. became parents when everybody had to stay home. So nobody has weekends. <laughs> extended, extended weeks, and it's just you know, it's it's not a complaint. It's an observation that right. It's just a reality. It's you got to snatch. You got to snatch this. You got to snatch Girl. those relaxation times. All right, Keisha, what you got, what you, oh, Mary Martha moments. We have a Mary Martha moment every week. And that moment is based upon whether we have sat at the feet of Jesus and felt his presence as a Mary, or whether we've just been, you know, just a little busy with the daily day-to-day to-dos that we have. So Keisha, what is your Mary Martha moment for this week? Okay. So here's my Mary Martha moment for this week. Um, so I have been... Uh, so I'm a senior attorney at my job. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've been doing is I have been, um, involved in the training of some of the, um, 
newer attorneys, you really should have let me go second because this goes into my group chat. Um, some of the newer you attorneys. Go first, I can at- go first. No, because I already started. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so some of the newer attorneys at my job. And so I don't mean newer attorneys as in brand new attorneys. I mean, newer attorneys, just like newer to this particular job. And so I have been involved in their training because mm-hmm. I've been here and yeah, I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, this past week so was, <laughs> was the, whatever. This past week, um, one of the trainees spread her wings and, um, you know, was like on her own, right? And just went and did, and it was her first week. She's been here for a while, but like we mm-hmm. have a training process. And so this was her first week. She was on her own, seeing consultations, da 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 da, da. And she blew it out the water. She Yay. did so <clears throat> great. And um, I am just so excited to have been there in the front row to watch her development. Mm-hmm. um just in this particular space like she's a grown woman so like I'm not talking about watching her grow as a human being I'm literally <laughs> talking about her growth as a professional in this space um and how she was so willing to learn mm. from me mm-hmm. um that even though I don't know everything I do know mm-hmm. a good amount and so I could share with her all the things I know at this stage yeah so that when she started she was, she's where I am now, mm-hmm. as opposed to like starting and figuring it all out on her own. And yeah. so I'm just so excited for her. Um, and then we have a, the next one is next month. Mm-hmm. She spreads her wings next month that I'm working with. And so I'm just so excited to just watch these women mm-hmm. flourish mm-hmm. in this professional space. Um, and so shout out to them. They know who they are. Um <laughs> And I'm just excited for them. And I'm excited to continue to watch them grow, watch the firm grow because um, we're doing good work. So that is you, my Mary Martha moment for the week. You better build that legacy, that work legacy girl. Mm, you know, actually one of our legacies uh, just had a baby. So now we grandmas. You know, Aaliyah had a baby. She did. Oh, and, and you hear mine. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we, we grandmas now. <laughs> Oh my God. It's, it's crazy. You know, this, this past week I was driving and I was legit like, wow, I'm a mom. What is going on here? I was legit driving. Just like, what? what? How did this, how did this happen? What did this happen? Um, yeah. So, okay. So, so my Mary Martha podcast, uh, Mary Martha podcast moment, Mary and Martha moment for the there you go. All right, we knew, we knew he was gonna get there, girl. Um, <laughs> is the fact that so I uh, I posted this on my Instagram this week. I'm in a book, I'm super yes, hyped about it. Yes, you are. I'm and, super and, and, hyped and a book. about it. Are you in a book? Are you in a book? Are you in? And a like in a real book, like a real, a real, real book, <laughs> like a hardcover book. Like, huh, come on. <laughs> You can find it on Amazon. You can you know find I mean? it, girl. You can. It, it, it's been getting reviewed in like the Post and the Times and all that. All, you know, all these, I'm about all to these. order it so I can review it and be like the section from Christina <laughs> Michelle Jones. Oh my god, life changing, girl. Well, it's okay. So the book is called "To Raise a Boy," and it's all about how we as a society have raised boys um, in the realm of sexual assault, masculinity. Um, them having their own sexuality and what culturally we have taught them and how we need to break what we have taught them culturally. Um, I will say that the book is written by a white woman. So you do have to look at it through the lens of like, you know, whiteness is a little different from blackness, but I feel like 
the book is still very um it, it's, also, it's applicable toxic ma- let me tell you something if there's anybody who knows about toxic masculinity it's white men i mean yeah yeah they do so the book is the book is really really good it's um i was interviewed for it like 18 months ago i completely forgot all about it but one of mm-hmm. the the two sections that i'm in let's say two sections um one is about um my former role as a prosecutor and specifically as a manager of prosecutors and how my office was uh has a restorative justice program and we did not allow sexual harassment sexual assault intimate partner violence cases in restorative justice because the thinking was well these cases have a a lens of power imbalance and the facilitators weren't prepared to deal with that so let's just keep those as traditional prosecutions and i and when i came in i was just like here's the thing about sexual harassment and like butt grabbing minor sexual assaults is it's culturally taught and we need to break down these barriers within culture and stop just telling these young men and young women you need to be prosecuted for something that we're perpetuating as a people period oh look at them peace so i convinced my then deputy um to, to let's start taking these butt grabs and these sexual harassments and these minor sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, they've been some of the most impactful things that we've done as an office. Excellent. I personally believe for a 14 year old boy who grabbed a, another 14 year old girl's butt or breast, mm-hmm. it is probably scarier to face that girl's father than it is to face a judge that you were never going to see again. Right. And for restorative justice, you sit down with the person you've that's, harmed, that's with it. their family, their community, and that's your own it. parents. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the the toxicity needs to be cleaned out from bottom to top. Child, and so and the, don't leave the parents out. No, because uh, because they're they're perpetuating they the cycles too. as well, right? They need to learn too. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that the book talks about is one particular restorative justice circle with a young man and his family and a young woman and her family is that all of the women in that circle had been sexually assaulted, including his mother, including her mother. And it was just eye-opening for him to see that, oh, wow, this isn't just something that I've done in isolation. This is something that's this been- is a community per- issue. Mm-hmm. A ch- that's been perpetuated on my own mother. So yep. It, yep. it changes that mindset. And that was, yep. to me, one of the most impactful legacies that I could have put on my office, which I I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, maybe in the next episode, I'll tell you guys where at. Well, I'm going to a national nonprofit that focuses on gender based violence. So, this is yes. right in my wheelhouse. I am so excited for you. I mean, big things I want in your life. Yes. Big yes. Things popping. Um, so, yeah. So, that's my Mary Martha moment. I was just excited to, to see that. And it's exciting to see <clears throat> the stuff that you really tap into and put your heart into see celebrate now it can go beyond you right now it can go Mm -hmm. beyond your office because other people Mm -hmm. who are in positions to be able to institute their these programs into their own offices yeah this is the potential is just even greater so that is excellent i'm so excited for you the thing is thank you the thing is like in my new role i'll be i'll be advising jurisdictions so now i can be like look at this book i'm in (laughs) (laughs) let me show you the work let me show you my receipts of restorative justice um and you can follow and my lead <laughs> all right Keisha, what you got what you drops <laughs> drops mic moves forward what you got for our group <laughs> chat this week <laughs> all right y'all so i'm so excited about this week's group chat we are in proverbs chapter nine 
which is why I couldn't get my days right. That's why I thought today was the ninth, but it is not. So we are in Proverbs chapter nine. Y'all already know CSB. And we're going to read verses one through six. Go there with me. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her female servants. She calls out from the highest points of the city. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here. Did you yell one? Well, I mean, it has an exclamation point. point so I wanted to <laughs> say it the way. Go ahead, read the word. The word My bad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Whoever is inexperienced, enter here. To the one who lacks sense, she says, come eat my bread and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave inexperience behind and you will live. Pursue the way of understanding. All right. So um, we see here that women wisdom is kind of personified as a woman. And that, this is not the first time that we've seen that. Like we've mm-hmm. seen that in multiple chapters. If you've mm-hmm. been reading your chapters per day, mm-hmm. um, and it's not going to be the last time you see that where w- wisdom is, is personified as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the imagery that I see here, you know, the Bible says that she is uh, preparing her meat. She's mixing her wine. She's at the table. She's got servants. Like this sounds like a party. Okay. Like, <laughs> she she sounds like she's going to set a feast because y'all just bring servants out for Sunday dinner. Nope. Mm-mm. You mm-hmm. bring the servants out. You you bring a mixed wine. Okay, this is a blend, honey. This this, this is not the this is not box wine. <laughs> this is a blend. And so you you want to make sure like this is a feast, right? This is important. Mm-hmm. This is this is a, a unique kind of party, right? You're celebrating something. And what's interesting is that you know I'm seeing her invite people, but she's not inviting everybody. Mm-hmm. She, Who's she inviting? She's specifically inviting the inexperienced mm-hmm. and those who lack sense. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's plenty of those, which is why she had to go through all this trouble to, to get this party together because there's plenty of people that fall into these categories. And so what I love about this is that she, her intention is so clear, right? She wants to help her community by giving the inexperienced and those who lack common sense, the Bible says life. Mm-hmm. She wants them to leave inexperience behind so they can live. Yeah. Um, it, it's not lost on me that, you know, as women, uh, the actions that we tend to take tend to be community centered, mm-hmm. right? Like we, we know that we've been cultured and I would even say designed divinely designed Mm -hmm. um to be thinking about how to make our community better and like what we define as our community is is, you know subject to every woman so Mm -hmm. maybe your community is just your little unit Mm -hmm. you your kids your spouse if you have one that kind of stuff for some people maybe your community is done through your work right so i work with families all day every day they're part of the broader community i serve Mm -hmm. christina works with um, victims and works as an advocate for victims and works with people who are who are in position to um, to make choices in the legal sphere mm-hmm. that help to enhance the safety of the community. So mm-hmm. we know both personally and professionally, like women tend to position ourselves in a way that the community is enhanced by the actions that we take. 
Yeah. And so it isn't lost on me that this great woman is wisdom mm-hmm. and that she is not just about inviting those to her house, but she's going to be sharing of herself mm. to give life to others. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the imagery that I saw when I read this chapter. It's like and big so, mama. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you think about, like, think about those of you who, who got to experience um, pre-pandemic, uh, you know, think about Thanksgiving dinner and mm-hmm. all the effort that goes into that. Think about Christmas dinner mm-hmm. and think about the effort that goes into that. Think about families that were like my family that were very big on celebrating birthdays, mm. right? And then my family would throw a random, my, Christina's been to one, our New Year's Eve parties. <laughs> like we find ways to celebrate and we bring, you know, you're bringing people to the table. So it's just yeah. interesting because I just love that she's so intentional about gathering the inexperience of those who lack common sense. Because I feel like as a culture, we are so inclined to toss those people to the side. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're stupid. I'm not even gonna have time for you, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's like when we think about, there is a struggle to working with the inexperienced and those who lack common sense. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. have to be really intentional about how you work with them, what you do with them in order to really enhance their understanding. Like as the yeah. example I talked about, the women that I'm referring to in my firm, they are not completely brand new to the legal field, right? right? They've had experience, but in this particular thing, mm-hmm. there is inexperience. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't open up themselves and, and recognize that they were inexperienced in this thing, yeah. they couldn't receive the wisdom I had for them, right? Because she's only inviting the inexperienced and those who lack common sense. I mean, those who lack sense. So that mm-hmm. means that there was some sort of recognition for those people that I fall into one of these categories. Yeah. Can we just can we just talk about how Proverbs remember wisdom for everyday living? Can I just bring it to y'all's jobs? Because yep. one of bring the it to it. I just I just like to come to your to, to your to your porch and talk about the professional side of this because listen, sis. One of the things, and can I, okay, I'm gonna be real because I'm a black woman. So I can say this to y'all. We have a problem um, showing what we consider to be weakness Mm. by admitting that we're inexperienced in a particular thing. Mm -hmm. Like we have a problem with that. And Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that. This is is a we, (laughs) watch Mm -hmm. my pronouns. This is a we. (laughs) And because when I came to my current job, I had already been in the legal field for at least six and a half years. I've been only here for three and a half years. And so, and and what? We graduated from law school 2011 yeah, years. It's been like 11 years. So almost mm-hmm. seven years. But when I came here, they hired me because of my experience, but they also knew that I wasn't experienced in this area. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't humble myself mm. and put myself in the position to be willing to learn, I couldn't have learned from my boss, yeah. which then enhanced my wisdom which meant that I can now turn around and give that wisdom to those who are newer to our firm. So like my humbling of myself Mm -hmm. and my boss's willingness to share her wisdom Mm -hmm. means now that multiple generations of those who come through our firm can get this wisdom, Mm -hmm. right? But it starts with an ability to categorize yourself as an experience. experience. Right. And it's, it's something that's so hard for us to do because we always want to be seen as wise. Yeah. We always want to be seen as, as knowing what we're talking about because we're unwilling to simply say, I don't know the answer to that yet. 
mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then put ourselves in a position. But if you're unwilling to say that, wisdom is telling you that she's not interested in you. Right. Let me say, I want wisdom. Right. I want her to, to set the table for me. And and, and it's, I, I want her to welcome me into this big old house with all these pillars. <laughs> and these you servants. So, and it also takes for us, for those who know the work and know what we're doing, to be willing to set that table, to be willing to mm-hmm. invite people in, to be willing to serve them um, with our resources, with our servants, with our meals, et cetera in order yep. to give them experience. Like if you are in the position where you have that knowledge, you have a responsibility, just yep. like wisdom in Proverbs 9, to set a table for other people. That's right. And that, you know, Christina, I was talking to a girlfriend about this, that unfortunately, like our generation, specifically like our um, 35 to 30 to 40 year old black women who have been in the professional space, um, we came into the professional space with the women in the next generation above us mm-hmm. who were only allowed to be the only woman of color or the only woman or the only mm-hmm. black woman in that space. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, the culture told them that this new woman coming in was their competition. Mm-hmm. And there was in a lot of instances, there was a, a, a lot of instances where unfortunately there were women who were unwilling to share their wisdom because the new person was positioned as a threat to them mm-hmm. and I don't even blame them to be yeah. honest like I mean you, you should have discretion and be able to see through those things but that is literally how women have been cultured mm-hmm. like you get to be the diversity so here comes this new one and now we're shoving you out mm. old lady and we're bringing in this one by the way teach her what you know that is a tough position to be in. I cannot imagine working in that. I, I'm so happy I worked in Prince George's County where I didn't have that problem, hello, but everybody hello. else had that problem. <laughs> no, there have been multiple people who have had that problem. And there was mm-hmm. even an, an old, older job that I had been in where I kind of experienced that. And I was just like, geez, mm. like this, this is not what I know about my community. Like mm-hmm. we lift each other up, but yeah. it was, the culture was so toxic. It did pit it but against it, each it, other. It, Right. But it is about those of us as individuals in a position to share wisdom, to reject that. We, you know, as Christians, we're countercultural. We're called mm-hmm. to be countercultural. Mm-hmm. Be countercultural and share the wisdom that you have gained and that has yeah. been shared with you. Because ultimately, what it does is it enhances the community. Can you imagine mm. what it would have been like if my boss, when she first started the firm, it was just her? Mm. If she didn't share with others, it wouldn't have gotten bigger than her. Nope. If those she shared with didn't share with others, it wouldn't have gotten bigger than her. So be willing to share that, but also be willing to learn from that. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about the three takeaways. Mm -hmm. Number one is that wisdom invites others to the table. Mm. Wisdom doesn't keep wisdom to herself. Mm -hmm. Number two is that wisdom is for those willing to position themselves to receive it. Yeah. So if you're unwilling to say, I can learn. This is my, I'm putting myself in a position to learn. You're not going to get wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then number three is that one of the things that wisdom did to prepare her house uh, with a strong foundation is it talked about the fact that wisdom carved out her seven pillars. And so what I would encourage each of you to do, this is going to be your homework, is to think about your seven pillars. Mm. What are the things that you want to make as your foundation for your life, right? Because So I have pillars in my basement. And whenever I think about redesigning, I have to think about whether the pillar that that I'm looking at is foundational. Mm. And um, if it is foundational, it can't move because once it moves, 
the foundation of my house is shaken and, and it will fall. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are your seven pillars for your life? Um, so that you, you can live life and have life more abundantly, the life that God promised us. I'm going to share with you all my seven pillars. Christina is going to share with you all her seven pillars. I mm -hmm. want you to think of yours and then we'll pray and we'll be on our way. Amen. Amen. Okay. Here are my seven pillars. Um, wisdom and family. I mean, wisdom and faith, of course, um, because you always want to start with faith and wisdom. And then additionally, I have family. I have character, servant leadership. I have restoration because I can't serve others unless I'm restored. And I have legacy. So those are my seven pillars that when I think about the life that uh, God has for me, I want those seven pillars to be a part of it. What about you, Christina? So my seven pillars are keeping it consistent with wisdom and faith, um, family, love, friendship, impact, and leadership. Yeah. I like I like your restoration one. That's that's a really good one. I think yeah. we we oftentimes forget that one for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But we we're not about to forget it this time. Okay? <laughs> Counter cultural. We're gonna be restored. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, y'all. Christina, let's just go to our power prayer of the week. Amen. That was a good episode. I, I like that. I think that, you know, we all forget we're inexperienced and sometimes we all forget to serve other people. So Keisha, that was a, that was a good one, girl. I love you for lifting me up, friend. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go to the father. Father God, we thank you so much. Thank you for reminding us about the wonderful um, thing that you gave us in wisdom, Lord. Lord, help us to be able to tap into the wisdom that you have already given to us, God, through your word. Lord, thank you for these last few days of really diving deep into the Proverbs, God. Lord, I thank you for every woman who has accepted the challenge to get wise through you, Lord. Lord, please let us remember to set the table for others who are coming up behind us, God. Don't let us hoard all of the wisdom and knowledge to ourselves, but God, help us to build legacy through really pouring into other women, Lord. Lord, help us to do our homework and to focus on those seven things that we know that help keep up our foundations and keep up our lives, God. Lord, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. 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 All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8, do, do what, what you, can. you can. See y'all next week. week.